Greetings, adventure. Welcome to the D20 Academy podcast. I'm Shiloh. And I'm Gabriel. And this week is episode 52, our class spotlight on the wizard. Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 52. Before we get into things, this is our last class spotlight. Yep. It's so sad. <laughs> you know, our first class spotlight was episode 8. Wow. Looking here, episode 52, we're finishing yeah. this up. Alright, so, might be wondering what are we going to be doing after? Class spotlights are done, or we just make up classes and give them spotlights? No. We have an idea, if you want to know it, stick around to the end. Really cool project we're doing to replace these class spotlights, uh, these monthly class spotlight episodes, so stick around to the end for that. Mm. Hey, Instagram, d- at d20 underscore academy, we got cool stuff going on, if you want to keep up to date uh, with all of our things, go there. Discord, uh, message us on Instagram, or whatever I think you message us on you can find it on our anchor page but no one ever uses that um, yes on Instagram message us you get into our discord there and there's a lot of cool things happening there getting people talking about all sorts of stuff I promise people are talking there people there yeah um, we also have a YouTube channel D20 Academy D20 Academy, D20 Academy. Yeah. Alice Singers underscore sorry we are uploading the episodes there I believe we're almost caught up we are totally we are. caught up totally caught up yeah. now and we've got some YouTube exclusive content coming out there soon. So keep an eye out for that. And that's it. Let's jump into the episode. Hey. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome. Guys, this is a day of celebration and joyous occasion because it's our last class spotlight. Did you drink all your tea already? No, no, no. Okay, cheers. We got some drinks here. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're both underage, so it's tea mm-hmm. to celebrate the occasion. Vodka tea. <laughs> I have a. Um, That's probably a thing. Like alcohol tea is probably guaranteed. Definitely a thing. I have like a um, some kind of like ginger spice kind of thing. What do you got? What's your action? I've got uh, green tea essential, I believe. Hell yeah. Good old El Clasico. <clears throat> Alright, I know people have been asking for the wizard one, and we made a mistake earlier on. In it's the, all uh, Shiloh's fault. Really. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we're doing it this week, but then we weren't actually doing it that week. We actually do, we were, that was like two weeks ago. That was like two weeks ago. I was like, um, <laughs> Yeah, so, sorry about that. We're actually doing it now. This is it. This is the class spot on the wizard, the highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I know at least a couple of our listeners are play wizards, and so they've been wanting to, to hear this one. But this is not just for people who already play wizards. These things are for anybody. If you're new to the the class spotlight, mm-hmm. this is, if you're new to the game, you want to find out if the wizard is the right class for you. We're talking about that. We're gonna go through it, let you know if this sounds exciting uh, uh, to you or if this fits your play style. Um, and if you are an experienced wizard, we're also gonna be talking about uh, some of that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're GM, you're basically like a story wizard if you think Whoa. about it. That's what is called a, a truth bomb. You may experience moments in your life where you come across <laughs> these moments of truth where something is revealed to you. You have an epiphany. Yeah. You, as a GM, yeah. are story wizards. Mm. Mind blown. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let's get into this Great thing. way to start it off. Wizards. Now, I've played a wizard. Have you ever played a wizard before? No, I haven't. And my... By the way, my experience with Wizards is very limited. I played one a very long time ago, and then I played one short, sort of long time ago, and then I'm playing one now in our actual play series. 
Unwelcome Spirits. Hey, by the time listening to this, Session 0 and Session 1 are out. Go listen to them. Mm -hmm. At the end of the week, Session 2 is going to come out. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> uh, hopefully every Friday. Go ahead and listen to them, you guys. That's our actual play series. Gabe's jamming. I'm playing Wizard. Well, great times. <laughs> All right, what's a wizard, Gabe? All right. So, you probably have an idea of what a wizard is, and you are probably 100% correct. <laughs> Wizards are your... Never early. I mean, never late. I mean, wait, frick. Oh, I screwed it up. You had a moment. You had, had an opportunity. It. That was it. And you botched it. Wizards are never late. They arrive precisely Bad plastic surgery. I'm, a, I'm sorry. Bad. I'm sorry. All right. So, wizards are your typical magey boys... Picture your older humans with their long beard who've studied the book for years and years. The book? The book. Of Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> what book is this? It's just an ambiguous book. Yeah. You know? The magic book. The magic book. They know they how found to it on Amazon. It's like <laughs> magic for dummies, you know? Yeah, I think it was David Blaine's one, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wizards are exactly what you think of what a wizard is. Yeah. And I had a truth bomb in the bathroom at, before we were recording this. Um, wasn't the only bomb that was dropped in the bathroom, but... Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't going to make the joke, but sure. right, you can. Okay, whatever. Um, I was thinking about wizards, because I was going to be talking about it for an hour, so I should be thinking about wizards. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about the flavor of wizards, and, like, what are they typically? And I realized how, like, basic, like, the archetypical wizard is in this flavor, and in the class flavor, you know, it's like... You're a mage, essentially. Yeah. But that simplicity can also make way for whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Because the cl the flavor in the class is built into the class, and so, like, little and basic, you yeah. can then add whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the fighter, you know? Yeah. Where the fighter's like, you are a fighter. Perhaps you're a soldier in the back. Your background is a soldier, you know? You fight stuff. Yeah. Fighter is very ambiguous, and you can make your fighter what you want. Yeah. You can be an archer. You can be, like, a brawler. You can be, uh, like, a knight. You can be whatever, um, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so basically, though, what's, what takes the wizard apart from other magic classes in D&D &D is basically, uh, thematically, the, the main difference is that they are based on... They use arcane magic, mm -hmm. uh, which is based on knowledge and learning. So they learned their magic. They weren't born with it. They don't get it from a god. They don't get it from a patron. They don't get it from, uh, uh, who else does magic? An oath or whatever, how the heck paladins have magic, nobody knows. But, um, or nature, like druids. Mm -hmm. They, they study, they've studied the esoteric arcane arts. And they, uh, that's how they gain magic. Uh, yeah. That's how they, they know how to do magic. So, they are intelligent scotsters, if you haven't, haven't noticed yet. Yeah. So they use their intelligence because they are all about like learning this, and that's reflected in the class mechanics as well. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's a wizard. There it is. That's basically it. That's, yeah, that's a wizard. Now if you want to learn about the wizards of the coast. Now that is a different story. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> hey, let's get into the strengths and the weaknesses of the wizard. Mm -hmm. Alright, strengths. This is a big one for the wizard, and... A really important part in the wizard class. Mm -hmm. Wizards have access to a lot of spells. 
guys, a lot of spells. Guys, all the spells. That's not totally true, but N- not all the spells. We don't get all the divine spells and or whatnot. Some, or and some nature spells. Yeah, some nature spells. And not cutting words. So oh no, that's not true. This spells like cutting words. It's called um, the vicious mockery. Vicious mockery. Cutting words is the, the ability, uh, yeah. college of lore ability. Yeah. Um, but basically, they get access to all the spells. Lots of spells. Okay, they gain <laughs> access to all the spells you'll ever need. Yeah. Let's say that. There we go. Um, they have all kinds of damaging spells. Mm-hmm. All different kinds. Area damage, specific damage, disintegration, lightning, fire, whatever you need. Earth. Air. Air. <laughs> um, they have um, all kinds of mechanic spells. Wizards. Anything you think of. If you need to fly, mm-hmm. of course they know how to fly. Yeah. You want to run fast, they know how to make you fast. You want to make your enemies go slow, they know how to do that. Mm-hmm. They have everything that you'll like ever need. You want to teleport? They can do that. Yeah. Really the only thing, the only magical thing that they're missing out on is healing, I would say. Yeah. But they can conjure stuff. They can create stuff. They can buff your... They can do illusions. Yeah. yeah they can do like everything. So spell versatility. Boom. Big boy Big, strength. Biggie. Yep. And I think on Thonian is strengths is that you don't have to wait just for your level ups to learn new spells and such. Oh yeah. With how the wizard works, you can like copy spells into your spell book. And sure you have to spend money and time, but yeah. If you're adventurers. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the spell book in a second. Mm-hmm. Not in a second, in a while. But we're gonna get into the spell book in a in a while here and it can kind of explain what that is. But yeah. Also strength. Know all the spells, do all the spells. <laughs> Be the spells. Yes. Its strength is definitely its access to spells, and because it's a prepared caster, it can prepare the spells it needs for that day. Mm-hmm. You know? Bada bing, bada boom. Does Raising Cane's close on Sunday with Chick fil A? How would I know? I don't know. I don't know if do all chicken places discriminate like that. I'm just kidding. It's not discrimination. <laughs> Um, this is really important information. Oh, well, I'm podcast. craving it. I want to know if we can eat it All today. All right, we can get some later. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think it's close. Okay. <laughs> They're normal. Chick fil A has hurt me deeply, so I just need to. Okay. Just Bro, you're not even living on the mainland anymore. How's it still hurting no, you? I know. <laughs> no, I know. No, I love Chick fil A. I respect them, no matter what they do. Glass Cannon is a weakness. Yes. Guys, they are so, so brittle. Very brittle. So squishy. So. Picture your typical wizard, you know, you yeah. invested in intelligence, you know, you got like a 16 intelligence and perhaps like a 14. Yeah, like a 14 in con. Yeah. Your max hit points is going to be eight at first level. Eight. It's basically impossible for a barbarian to ever even get eight hit point, maximum it's, hit points. It's not. It's not possible. Not with a standard a, array. Unless they roll really bad. And, and put that in, in con. And put that in con. <laughs> Oh no, I rolled a three. Let me put that in my constitution real quick here. <laughs> As a barbarian, I should put that in constitution. Yeah, so very brittle. Very squishy. Uh, there's a couple weaknesses they have, but that's one of them. Yes, for sure. There are ways to get like higher armor class and stuff through mm-hmm. magic, but still, you won't ever have that high uh, armor class, and you will not ever have high hit points. Barring... Crazy magic items, uh, of course. Yeah. So Which we can't take into account with like any of these. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're very they're they're really strong mm-hmm. and they're really powerful. But you just have to keep your distance from yeah. your enemies and stuff. At like level one, you can die with like one crit. Yeah. Like if you're facing yeah. a challenge rating one creature and he hits you with an attack, yeah, it's possible you straight die out. Yeah. 
this permadeath. Insta give. All right. And definitely if it's a two sounds two creature, you're done. Like an ogre hits you with his axe. Probably no. No way. Okay. I'll just surrender at that point. Yep. All right. What it was. All right. Weakness. So the second one isn't as big as like the weakness of having lower hit points and lower uh, armor class, but its importance varies on the campaign and the DM. So as we said earlier, wizards are intelligence casters, which is different from some of the casters in the player's handbook, which are wizard or what um, wizard. wizard casters. <laughs> <laughs> I they cast, cast wizard cast <laughs> using other wizards. That's their primary ability. Mm -hmm. Is you know strength, dexterity, wizard. wizard. Yeah, <laughs> wisdom casters. Wisdom is a very good stat in D and D fifth edition. It's used for a lot of things, and you're gonna be. Like from your perception to yeah, the other things, wisdom saving throws. Yes, wisdom saving throws. Intelligence, on the other hand, dump stat. Yeah, it's a dump stat. Do do do. Because its mileage varies. Like its skills, like of arcana and uh, history, history, and insight. Their mileage depends insight on is wisdom. The other one, investigation. Investigation. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Those the mileage that you get with those skills varies on the DM and how mm -hmm. often you're like allowed to bring them up. Also, intelligence saving throws don't come around often. But I mean I guess like <clears throat> if you are faced with intelligence saving throw, it's actually something horrible because yeah. you're gonna get your mind Yeah, it's a mind flare yeah. ability or one of their creatures. That's true. <laughs> um Actually, let's just let's, let's talk about ability scores here for a second. Because actually, right. it matters a lot to the wizard. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons why it's weak. It's not a weak class. Yeah, but no. why it's one of the weaknesses of the class. Mm -hmm. um, I would also not say it's one of the most powerful classes. Once you get pretty high levels, though, it becomes yeah, like a boss. But, um, you know, if you can if you can survive till then, you know what I mean? That's, that's the question, right? I mean, in one of the campaigns we were playing, uh, the wizard died. So, <laughs> and we were like third level. Um... So, here's the thing. Not ab all ability scores are equal. Yeah. Okay? We'd love it to be like that, but that's just not true. This is not the way it works in D&D &D 5th edition. Yeah. And here's the thing. Dexterity, god ability. Yeah. That is used for everything. Right? Um, stealth, rolling stealth all the time. Uh, sometimes you're also going to be rolling acrobatics. Sometimes, like, uh, getting out of grapples or whatever mm -hmm. is, like, athletics or acrobatics. So, acrobatics also used quite a lot. Yeah. Um, Initiative. Initiative. You know, de de deciding who goes first in combat can be a massive thing. Because mm -hmm. you can get your whole party to go first before the yeah. enemy, or you can always go first whatever because you yeah. have really high dex. It's a really good boon. Yeah. Um, also, dexterity saving, saving throws. <laughs> it's like the most common saving throw you're going to be making. Yeah, traps, spells, like mm -hmm. everything. Um, yeah. Dex is a god stat. Like, that's undisputed. Yeah. Dex is used, like, the most... It's just, it's really good to always have a... Oh, armor class. Armor class, too. Dude, yeah. Dexterity. There's, like, so many, how many How many things can we tie dex into? Uh, dexterity is just really good in using everything. One of the reasons Rogue is so good... Yeah. ...is because having a high dex... And, like, that's all they need. Yeah. Just a high dex. And so they're just so good at stealthing, acrobatics, initiative, dexterity saving throws. It's yeah. insane. Uh, armor class is going to be really high. Um... So that's why dex is really good. Second to that is probably wisdom. Yeah. 
Because, like you said, wisdom saving throw is second most common saving throw, mm-hmm. probably. And, then and skills. They have good skills. They have very good perception. Used yeah, perception is used. The most used skill. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Intelligence is probably at the bottom. Yeah. With constitution. <laughs> but constitution is very important in other ways. Yes. I'd say, like, intelligence and strength are probably mm. bottom two. Mm. Charisma... Is a weird one. It, Charisma has has been a and d dump stat for, like, ever. It's always been the D&D dump stat. I guess it's, like, just, like, my interpretation, because, like, we use, like... Yeah, if you have a lot of role-playing in your yeah. game and you're making a lot of persuasion checks and stuff, then having high charisma's good. Yeah, because I had, like, our last, our long campaign that we finished, I had, yeah. like, a plus 17 or something. And persuasion. Like, it was, like, 15 or whatever. Something... It's bonkers, yeah. Um, yeah, I found charisma to be better than intelligence. Because intelligence is just used for, like, checks, you yeah. know? Strength, at least, like, strength-saving throws sometimes happen. Mm-hmm. More than charisma and intelligence. Athletics can come into play. Athletics you know, comes into play. Outdoors or whatever. And if you're going to make a weapon attack, I don't care what class you yeah. are, you're probably going to be using strength. So, you know, even if a wizard. Wizards going to wax them with their staff, they're using strength. So, intelligence probably the worst stat. Yeah. Okay. Also, there, it's beyond that. Just because wizards have you know want a high intelligence for their so their spellcasting mm-hmm. is better, it means that yeah they're gonna have good history and stuff. But instead of like a druid who has to have high wisdom, they're also gonna have to have perception, high wisdom yeah. saving throw and stuff like that. Um, also, because of that, um, another weakness is that no races help out a wizard. Um, we're, we'll get into this uh, now, actually. Wizards use intelligence and constitution primarily. Yeah. Constitution for high hit points, obviously, and for maintaining concentration. But no race gives a bonus to both of those. I can't think of any intercon races. Yeah, you're right. So, if you look at a paladin, mm-hmm. strength and charisma, dragonborn, mm-hmm. right? Ranger. What is that? Dex and wisdom? Mm-hmm. Wood elf, right? A lot of classes have... One or two races that have the two ability score bonuses exactly where you want them. Yeah. Wizard does not. Gnomes have plus two to intelligence. That's cool. But none of the sub-races or anything have given plus one to constitution. Dwarves have plus two to constitution, but no sub-races that give any bonus to intelligence. So, if you just take standard array, in most of the classes, your two primary ability scores will both have 16. Or can, if you choose the yeah, correct yeah, race. Yeah. You'll never have that with a, with a wizard. One will be uh, uh, 15 or 14. Ugh, odd ability scores. That's also another weakness. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, yeah, so they have some weaknesses. However, they're not weak. Yeah, they aren't weak. We're not saying they're weak. But please, Wizards of the Coast, if you're listening to this, give us more races with varying stats, like varying ASIs, please. Can we please have more intelligence bonuses on races? And Instead of strength and constitution? Good again. Make intelligence good again. Hashtag make <laughs> intelligence good again. Make intelligence great again. Um, no. All the new races, dude. Strength and con. Strength yeah. and con. Strength, strength, and, con. strength and, con. and con. Holy crap, we don't need more strength and con races. Anyway. I'm not angry. No, Barbarians but and <clears throat> fighters already have a good set of races. <laughs> yeah, like 17 <laughs> races work really well. Um... However, wizards, even though we're talking all about this stuff about wizards mm-hmm. and weakness and stuff, it doesn't mean wizards are bad. No. I would not say they're the best class. At 20th level, they may be the best class. 
20th level. But that's are, 20th level. Yeah. Um, once they get to 5th level... Okay, here's the thing. If you're playing Wizard, you're going to feel behind all your fellow players until 5th level. Then, you cast Fireball, and everyone in your party goes, Wow, <laughs> you are a boss. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. yeah. The thing is, like, if you can survive long enough to get access to higher level spells... Wizards, wizards can do some real damage. Like, be crazy cool. And you can feel really powerful. I mean, playing yeah. wizard can feel really powerful. Because your spells are just so crazy cool at the higher levels and stuff. Like, once you hit fifth level, you just become... It's really fun. Yeah. Right, and, like, at one point several episodes ago, we were talking about uh, party composition and your place within the party. What is your job within the yeah, party? Yeah, like, third, 20, 30 episodes ago. Jeez, really? Yeah. Oh, goodness. So, wizards can... Once they can access more spells, they can fill this nice utility spot in the party. Yes. You know? Where they can, okay, we're going to be in this type of situation. I'm going to prepare this spell. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be, like, dealing with, like, fights. Or maybe things are going to be attacking us in the air. Or we have to traverse, like, dangerous chasms. Let me prepare fly. Yeah. You know? Fly. Featherfall. Oh, we're going to go oh. underwater? Water breathing. Yeah. Water walk. Are we going to, you know, be in darkness? Dark vision. Like, yeah. They can be adapted to whatever they know is yeah. coming, you yeah. know? And that's, like, a really good thing, and it's a nice role to have in your party. Yes, very like much so. Caster. And with all the new spells, you know, constantly being released, with the new books like Xanathar's Guide and all that kind of thing, yeah. even more utility spells and stuff are, are getting added. And most spells get added, dead thrown into the wizard spell list, because they just have access to everything. Yeah. That's one of their strengths. Um, I really like utility spells. Sorry? I really like utility yeah, spells. Yeah, yeah, I and love like the idea of being yeah. able to, like, okay, no, this is coming, so I plan for it. Just yeah, good. yeah, uh, yeah. Wizards are, are are great. They have the versatility of wizards is so fun. Um, wizards is like the if you love spellcasting and spells in D and D five e, wizard is like your dream come true. You have access to all of them. You can use all of them in very creative ways, mm -hmm. and you know all these utility spells and stuff. Like I love that. I love being able to take these spells and figure out creative ways to use them or be that utility role in the party. Mm -hmm. Problem solving using your spells is like so satisfying <laughs> than using your brawn or whatever, you know? So playing wizards, very satisfying. They're not weak. They're 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 strong. They're they're good. Yeah. They're definitely on par. They're a great balanced class. Um earlier levels though, they can be pretty squishy. And, you know, we do have some gripes about some of their weaknesses, like that ability score thing. Yeah. Um But that's not exactly something that can just change on a whim, like, okay, intelligence is now good again. Yeah. What did you do to it? Oh, I just said it was good. Well, you just... Like, we homebrew the rule that mm. when you create characters, you gain additional proficiencies or languages or whatever equal to your intelligence modifier. Nice little boost. Okay. Yeah. Makes makes intelligence a little bit better, you know? At least bringing it back up. You can find a document with all of my homebrew house rules that I intend to use in my games on our Discord. So get in there. That's true. Yeah. If you get on our Discord, it's a pinned... Um, mm -hmm. I don't actually don't even know how to see pins. On Discord. Top right, there's a little pin. You click on it, and you can sell the pinned messages. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go to the pinned messages um, of our, our Discord server, our D20 Academy Discord server, and you will be able to uh, see all the homebrew rules that uh, Gabe uses. Most of them I use, but some of them I don't. But anyway, one of the, that's that's one that's in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, quick note in the quick build section, it suggests taking Light Mage, Hands, mm -hmm. and Ray of Frost for their cantrips. Take Firebolt. Yeah. Not Ray of Frost. Take Firebolt, Firebolt, and Firebolt. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, Firebolt's just better than Ray of Frost. Yeah, if you get three Firebolts, it combines in into one Eldritch Blast. So, 
with my spoon too. <laughs> it's almost it becomes almost as good as a lunch blast. Um, yeah, but if someone already has light or whatever, then take prestidigitation or minor mm. illusion actually. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay. Stereotypical background for a wizard would be a sage and a hermit. Yeah. Probably. But once again, what makes wizards so cool is their just like they just kind of have like a theme, a little feel, and you can do what the heck you want with it. Yeah. So make your character how you want to make it. Um, but the stereotypical is like a sage, a, a nice wizard, yeah, wandering nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Feature spotlight. Yeah. Spell casting. Wizards have spell casting. I don't know if you guys knew this. It's a little bit controversial. It's a. <laughs> Some's like, ah, I don't know if they need it or not. Another's like, ah, it's kind of what the whole class is. You know. Well, with it without spell casting, they might actually be balanced. <laughs> with what? A leaf? <laughs> They're probably on par now with um, sprites. Okay. Um, oh, man. I'm fighting a fairy. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so spell casting spell for wizards. Casting. Wizards are prepared spellcasters, which means that they can prepare. Which means they're better than sorcerers and bards, and you don't gotta say it. What's though. the other one? Warlocks. Who else doesn't prepare uh, spells? Paladins. No paladin priests. Come on, the most broken class. Every ability they have is broken. Of course they prepare spells. Not rangers, I don't think though. Honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, sorcerers and bards uh, really take the yeah, take the hit. Take, take the hit. Yeah, oh. they're prepared casters, but not completely. Here's sure. the thing: wizards have a spell book, right? This is great. Mm -hmm. I love that they have a spell book. This yeah. is amazing. There's a whole sidebar on the spell book, and if you how lose it, works it and... how to replace it, all that kind of stuff. All the spells you ever know slapped right into your spell book. You start with, like, six. Um, and, of course, every long rest, you can prepare a certain number of these spells, like how people prepare spells. Yeah. Um, but the only ones you have access to prepare are the ones in your spell book. Mm -hmm. If this was not the thing, and you were like clerics and you could prepare any cleric spells, and you had the wizard spell list... Boom. <laughs> now that... It's pod racing. Um, you hit, like, fifth level and become a god. And each level, you can add new spells to your spell book, right? Yep. But there's a cooler way. Mm-hmm. You can copy spells that you find in the world into your spell book. I love it! Mwah! Mwah! So great. It encourages exploration of the world to try and find spells that you can yep. copy into your spell book. Yeah. It's interesting. It fits the idea. It fits the yep. theme. And it's a nice little, like, boost. You can, like, find spells and add them to your spell book without even having to level up, you know? Yeah. It is the best part about the wizard. Because, <laughs> once again, they're kind of a generic spellcasting class. And they're yeah. pretty good and stuff, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong about that. They're pretty generic. But this is something that kind of sets it apart from the other classes and just makes it... <sighs> I love this. <laughs> I love this. The fact that when you find spell scrolls, you can copy it into your book, and you can go out, and a whole plot can be... Going to a wizard's tower to find spells to... Like, that's so cool. I love that you can copy spells. It takes some time and some money to do it, but... Who cares? Yeah. 
That's so cool, and I love that. Because it's a mechanical feature that could translate really well into the story role-playing elements yeah. of the game. Yeah. And it's unique. Yeah. So, there you go. There you go. Spellcasting. They have it. They actually have spellcasting, mm. which is kind of crazy. As I said, controversial. <laughs> um, here's the thing, guys. Wizards, like most other um, like primarily spellcasting classes, have <laughs> only a few features. Yes. So they have spellcasting at first level. Then they have this next feature that we're going to talk about, which is called Arcane Recovery. Second level. Mm-hmm. Then they get their subclass, their ability score improvements, and then 18th level and 20th level. <laughs> Yep. There are okay, there are a couple stuff third to seventeenth, other than ability scores and your subclass. No unique Yeah. No unique stuff there. This is why I like monks. Because you can get an ability like every level. Monks are so cool because every time you level up it's exciting to know what what juicy mm-hmm. superhuman ability you're gonna get next. Oh, now I can run on the ceiling. Here's the thing though. This is not a problem. It no. works. It's fine. Because as a spellcaster, every time you level up, you're getting access to new spells and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All, More spell slots. You're not. always doing all of that. Plus, sometimes, like, depending on your subclass, you're going to get an ability. Yeah. So, you know, this it's fine. It's just when you look at the table, you're like, aw. Uh-huh. Not, it, it's not interesting. It's not yeah. exciting like the monk. Yeah. Or the, the exciting paladin. things you get are from your spells that you unlock. Yeah. But that's that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Arcane Recovery. Arcane Recovery, yes. What is it? Second level ability. Short rest, you regain some of your spell slots. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Sure. They're just making them better spellcasters. Yep. So you can recharge a bit before the next fight. As you see, like, literally everything in this class is built around the idea of them just becoming slightly better at spellcasting. Yeah. That is the entire that's, class. That's what wizards yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's that's the, like their only two abilities. Yeah. They have an 18th to 20th level one. We don't but, need to talk about yeah, that. No. We know you're not making it to either of those levels. All right, <laughs> arcane traditions. These are the subclasses. Mm-hmm. There's eight, eight, eight. These are just the eight schools of magic, mm-hmm. which is really cool that they brought this in. Yeah, um, I like this. Yeah, in fifth edition, every spell it belongs to one of the. Let's talk about the schools of magic. Okay. okay. So each spell belongs to one of the eight schools of magic. Mm-hmm. There's abjuration, which is, like, protection magic and stuff. Yeah, abjuration is, yeah, like, protection and, and yeah, basically just protection. Okay. Conjuration. You you conjure stuff. Yeah. And teleporting. Things. And teleporting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Divination. Um, really cool. Like, you yeah, like, portents from the future. D- yeah, divination is, like, seeing into the future... Getting omens from yeah. things. Um, scrying. I like divination. I like divination cool. a lot, too. Enchantment. Um, putting magical I, effects gonna, on you things. You probably can't say the thing I was going to say, but yeah. Yeah, putting magical yeah. effects on things. Whether you're enchanting someone, like charming them or whatever, whether you're mm-hmm. enchanting like a weapon. Yeah. Or not, like that. An object. Putting magical effects on things. Yes. Evocation. Creation, essentially. Yeah. You're evoking something. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe you're creating damaging fire. Yeah. Maybe you're creating... Um, what's a non-damaging evocation spell? I don't know what else. Conjuration. Um, 
most damage spells are evocation, um, because you're like creating fire. Healing creating spells are evocation. Earthquakes, but, healing spells. But they don't have healing but spells. But wizards don't have healing spells. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Illusion. Mm-hmm. What it sounds like. Yeah. Ill. Illusion. Hmm. He's actually a uh, Chinese man. The school of a Chinese man. All right, here we go. Um, illusion, you create things that aren't real, but look real. Cool. It's, it's seem All real. Right. Necromancy, you are creepy. <laughs> Necromancy has to do with life and death. And, and hot topic. And hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so whether you're raising things from the dead or reincarnating something. Yeah. Or... Um, raising something else from the dead or making something dead undead mm-hmm. um, or sucking the life force out of someone yeah necromancy it's not inherently evil guys here's the thing necromancy gets a bad rap mm. I want to break this stigma with a this, good song this societal stigma uh-huh. uh, I want to break this societal stigma that necromancy is only for evil people and what necromancers who just try to raise undead armies to destroy civilization yeah that's happened a couple times but that doesn't mean all necromancy is evil it has to do with you know consecrating not consecrating um i feel like this is like a really bad analogy to be making in current times (laughs) desecrating (laughs) you know bodies by raising from the dead and using them for your deeds and uh you know being rude to people by sucking their life force in into yourself and you know, sucking the life out of plants and killing forests and things so you can use that energy for your own dark means. Guys, doesn't necessarily mean... Necrom- You're typically evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, necromancy is evil, you guys. Okay. Alright. Transmutation. Um, the subclass is probably like the lamest in its mechanical benefits, but it's pretty cool. You transmute stuff. You change... You magically change something from what it was to what you want it to be. Yeah. You change materials. Okay, wait. I have... There's like a, alchemy. There's a there's a picture I found on the internet a while ago that explains the eight schools of magic very simply. Okay. Abjuration. Protect stuff. Illusion. Make stuff seem like other stuff. Enchantment. Make things do stuff. Divination. Know all the stuff. Evocation. Destroy stuff. Transmutation. Change stuff into other stuff. Necromancy, do creepy stuff. Conjuration, make stuff appear. Boom. That's it. That's Those it. are the eight schools of magic. Mm-hmm. And for your subclass, for your wizard, you can choose one of these eight schools of magic to master or to, you know... Specialize. Specialize, and that's what yeah. I'm looking for. So, depending on which school you choose... You gain certain subclass benefits. We're not going to get into all of them because there's eight subclasses. <laughs> but one thing that they all get in common is that they reduce the cost it takes to copy a spell of that type. School. That school. Yeah, that, yes. of that school. Into your spell book. Yeah. So it makes it easier for you to gain more spells of that type. Yeah. Once again, all spells fit into one of these eight schools of magic. Mm-hmm. So every single spell has this tag. You may have not noticed it before, but it will say abjuration or a conjuration spell or whatever. That really doesn't matter too much except for these subclasses. Yeah. Okay, let's go through them. All right. Abjuration. Uh, second level. Oh, all of these. Uh, I don't know if we explicitly mentioned it. You get your subclass at second level. It's a weird one. 
It's weirdo. Weird. It's so weird. Uh, ah! Okay. Okay. Sorry. Just subclass. Hashtag subclass is the first level. Okay. All right. Abjuration. You get to build this little ward, magic ward thing that can protect you from hit points. From from damage. <laughs> from hit points. Your cleric comes over. Hey, let me give you some hit points. No! No! <laughs> I don't want to slap the, the, their hand away. It's like a guard against cooties. Lay off, hands, paladin. Lay <laughs> <laughs> Tell your paladin to we lay off. You can absorb damage yeah, you, for you. You have like this magical like little ward object thing. Mm -hmm. And whenever you take damage, it takes damage. Higher levels, whenever your friends take damage, you can make the ward take damage instead. Yeah. Keeps you alive longer, which, let's be honest, at earlier levels for the wizard, life-saving. Mm-hmm. Life-saving. Okay. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Sick. Yeah, protection magic. That's all their abilities. Yeah. Their spells are like. Uh, they're better at their abjuration spells um, in the sense that anytime they're making a spell to get rid of other magical effects, like a counter spell or whatever, they get a bonus to that. And they, you also get protection against magical effects and yeah, damage from on. spells. At a level you will never reach. <laughs> 14th. All right. Conjuration. This is the one that conjures stuff. Yeah. Summons stuff. Summons stuff. Yeah. So, at, like, second level, you can, like, just conjure this little thing without, like, any cost. And you can do, like, once per... Actually, teleportation makes a lot of sense for it to be in conjuration. Because you're making stuff appear. Yeah. You're, like, bringing it, you know, from places. Yeah, I guess. So you're just moving... Your, you're making yourself appear in a different place. I feel like teleport, though, is, like, one thing you can, like... Like, link to, like, several of the classes. So. Sure. But they had to give it one, sure, and Conjuration yeah. doesn't have a lot of spells. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. Conjuration. And it makes sense. You gotta annoy your DM with Conjuration. Why? Why is that? Because you conjure stuff. Oh, yeah. Guys, hey... I'm a I'm a I'm a forever DM. That's not totally true, but um, I've I've DM'd a lot, more than anyone else in our group, and um, I've had experience as a DM, and and here's the thing. There's a couple spells. Um, most spellcasting classes gain access to these. They're called conjure blank, conjure beasts, or animals, conjure woodland beings, conjure elementals. It's a spell that you do in combat, or maybe you can do it outside of combat for creative uses, but mostly you do it in combat. You conjure two wolves or whatever to help you fight. Here's the thing. DMs have a lot on their plate, okay? They're running maybe like four monsters in this encounter. Maybe all the monsters are different. Maybe like three individual cool monsters plus five goblins or like little minions, okay? They're keeping track of a lot of crap. Now you make them keep track of like seven pixies? No. Don't do that Eight, to your DM. Actually. Eight, eight pixies? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <sighs> Sorry. I don't like conjuration spells. I understand why they exist, but it's sometimes very irritating for a DM to run, now run an additional, like, molt, like more... Anyway. Yeah. So they're really good at conjuration. And these the conjure are better than when other people use conjuration spells, you know? Yeah. They last longer, or... What's really cool about the, the ability to get second level is you can just, like, summon objects. Yeah. Which doesn't no, sound too good, but... Yeah, it doesn't have any use in combat, but, like, in roleplay, it's pretty cool. You yeah. can just... Exploration, yeah. like, hey, I need a rope. Boop. I need a grappling hook. Boop. I need a torch. Boop. I need a compass. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. There you go. Um, a magnifying glass. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that, actually. Cause... Why would you need a magnifying glass? So you can burn spiders at 10 burn? XP. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, also you get some little teleporting abilities, 
and you get an ability at 14th level, which gives every creature you conjure 30 temporary hit points. If you're conjuring one bear, that's fine. If you're conjuring eight pixies, and they all have 30 temporary hit points for free. My suggestion is that if you are a DM who is getting annoyed with your conjuration wizard, make them t make them keep track. Yeah. Of the things that they conjure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for this ability, split the 30 hit points up. Whenever they cast that spell. Dude. You can summon, like, four pretty strong creatures at 14th level, and all of 30? That's pretty good. <laughs> doubling their life total. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But actually, Conjuration is not that good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Divination. I like this one. I like it, but I don't think it's that strong. The spells aren't necessarily that strong. These abilities are not that strong. Portent? Um, okay, maybe. Alright. It's coolest ability. It gets a second yeah. level. So, you start off with it. You don't have to wait till you're 14th level to get a cool ability. You start off with this. Essentially, as the start of, like, every long rest, you, like, roll, like, two dice, two, like, d20s, and you can, like, substitute them in for, like, other d20 rolls. Really cool. Yeah. It's, like, because you're seeing the future and you're kind of, like, changing time or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's really cool. And then also you get some other stuff, like, like little like, minor things. Regain a spell slot when you cast a divination spell. Yeah, yeah, just making your divination a little bit easier. Um, one is, like, cool. You get, like, a cool perception ability. Yeah. Like, every day. You can choose a different one, like, either dark vision or seeing into the ethereal or understanding all the languages. Or invisibility. Seeing, seeing invisibility. invisibility. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Okay. Enchantment. Enchantment. Basically... Just really charm. All these abilities about charming creatures. Basically, yeah. that's all enchantment is. Which is actually controversial. Really? Yeah. Enchantment. Oh. Yeah. 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 Charming. And yeah. yeah. But um, but I wish they had some things like enchanting objects or places. Like, that would be yeah. cool. But all of these are literally just like... Charm stuff. Yeah. Specifically on like, creatures. Yeah, like frighten them at least. Or something different. I don't know. Anyway, I want to like play an enchantment wizard that just like specializes in enchanting like weapons and gear and yeah, or like an enchantment wizard specializes in like crowd control. Yeah, stunning things, blinding things. Anyway, whatever. Okay, evocation. Uh, this is a really good. Yeah, this the is really good. Evocation as a subclass isn't like super strong, but it's strong because you're going to be casting evocation spells a lot. Yeah. Once again, most damage spells are evocation. So, because you're going to be casting them a lot, a lot of these abilities are going to be coming in yeah. to play a lot. They have this cool thing that they get where they can, when they're making, like, uh, sp casting spells, evocation spells to deal with AoE damage, area yeah. effect damage, they can, like, exclude people from that. They can choose, like, okay, I want my friendly barbarian right in the middle of all the goblins to take this damage. So you sculpt it around them. Yeah. And it's called Sculpt Spells. spells. Mm, I like it. Um, here's why that's really strong. There's a little spell called Fireball. And here's the thing, you guys. Fireball is very strong. Third level spell, you get it, You get access to it at fifth level. Like, big 30-foot sphere. 
everything in that takes 86 damage on on a deck save or, or whatever which is like 21 damage or something like that like, that's like the average half it on on a, on a successful save but the one drawback of fireball as powerful as it is is it's such a big area mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to uh cast it in battle because of the way that your party is spread out or like your melee fighters are right up next to the other enemies mm -hmm. with this you cast it on the ground you're in a room in the dungeon it just it cast in the whole within the whole room but just sculpt all your friends out of it yeah it's not even like they just take no damage yeah it's crazy yeah it's really good and it's really cool like it fits yeah um, so that's that. Also, you, like, can do some more da more damage with your evocation yeah. spells and stuff. Whatever. Um, it's not super exciting, but it's pretty strong. Yeah. Fairly straightforward. Yeah. A lot of these subclasses are fairly straightforward. Yeah. Just, like, you get better at illusion. Yeah. Your illusions last longer. Yeah. That's what illusions is. Yeah. Better illusions. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is cool is that you kind of, like, you can create, like, an illusory version of yourself that, like, can interpose... Um, between your attacks and stuff, which is cool. And then the best one. When you cast an illusion spell to create an illusion, you can make that illusion oh, yeah. real. real. Guys. That's cool. Guys. This is beautiful. Here's why it's beautiful, okay? I don't actually know if it's that strong, but here's the, the ways you can do this. Because, like, imagine there's, like, a, a chasm. And you create a bridge and all your friends are running over it. And so your enemies are like, he just created a bridge with magic. But you're just like, no, it's actually just an illusion. And they walk through it and they fall to their deaths. That's so cool. Now here's the thing. It only lasts for a minute. So it's not like you can create gold and for it to be real. Because that was my immediate first thought. Was I make an illusion of a chest of gold. And then I use this ability to make it real. I and mean, if the deal only lasts for one minute, then you're fine. You just give... Okay, here! And then you just run. <laughs> <You're> run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a little quick cut. Yeah. Uh, what is that, a thousand gold? Okay, here's a thousand gold, and just run away. Um, But that's so cool, and you can use that in really creative ways. Yeah. Sadly, you get that at 14th level, so, you know. I don't know if you're ever going to make it there. <sighs> All right. Creepy time. Guys, welcome to our Halloween special. Necromancy. <laughs> Wait, we should do a Halloween special. What should we talk about, though? We should do, like, specials for the holidays. Yeah. Like, um, like, uh, for, for Christmas, we should do that, um, we should look at that homebrew, at least on the Discord, for that, uh, that Santa Claus stat block. <laughs> We're, you know, anyway. You can, like, talk about how to reward your players. <laughs> yeah. Giving them gifts. Yeah, I got it. Uh, but Halloween, we, could, we should talk about spooky stuff. And um, Thanksgiving, we can talk specifically two players to just the whole hour, just tell them to thank their DM. <laughs> yeah, actually. That's just for a solid hour, we're just repeating. Thank you, DM players. Thank you, DM players. No. Uh, I mean, yes, you, you should. Sorry, I wasn't saying no. I was just <laughs> saying let's move on. Okay, necromancy, spooky stats. Bro, I won't time. thank you if you don't want me to. Spooky time. All right, spooky time. Necromancy. Um... Some dark healing. Necromancy. Yeah, so basically, some healing stuff, like if you suck someone's... If you damage someone with a necromancy spell, you can suck some of their life when they yeah. die. And then you can not have your hit... Your hit points can't be... Your maximum hit points can't be reduced. <sighs> and 
better undead. Like you summon undead and they're better. And they're better. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It makes yeah. sense. Once again, these are very straightforward. They make sense. Necromancy is about making zombies. Your zombies are therefore better if you choose necromancy. Yep. Okay. Transmutation. Once again, transmutation is a school of turning things into other things. So, um, alchemy. Mm-hmm. At first level, you can like change iron into copper or wood into silver. Yeah, it's like the Skyrim spell. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, once again, it's not super good, but I mean, I guess you can technically exponentially increase your money by putting in copper pieces and taking out silver pieces. I think it takes a long time. It though. takes a long time, but you could technically do it. Um, in that year-long break that your party takes, in-game, your in-game, you know, year time skip jump that you take in your campaign, you just yeah, say that your character spends every waking minute of every waking day turning copper into silver. And then he makes a fortune. What does the ability actually say? It reverts to its original substance after an hour or until you lose con- or he loses concentration. Never mind, that's lame. Damn it. Okay, I don't know what you're ever gonna use this ability ever. Okay. Also some cool So, tra- Another time, you have a slightly bigger window than one minute. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of illusoring illusoring? Illusioning. Creating an illusion of <laughs> a pile of gold that only lasts for a minute. You can put in copper pieces into silver for about an hour, and then give them, and then run. Then run. Um, okay. You also get some cool transmutation stuff, like being able to change some of your own, like change the genetic makeup of yourself. <laughs> That's not completely true. <laughs> what? Uh, but you can like do stuff like give yourself uh, proficiency in constitution saving throws or resistance to certain damage oh, yeah, types. Yeah, yeah. So. That's, that's it's stone, which you can like give to someone else actually. Oh yeah, you yeah. Just stone. You get a little transmutation stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are all the subclasses. The schools of magic. Yeah. A lot... Like, the big bulk of the wizard class is in the spells. And we yeah. can't read the entire wizard spell list. Yeah, well, okay. We just try and speed read the names. Uh... Alarm is the first one. That's all I know. Oh, yeah, you can do alarm as a ritual? Yeah. God, there's the, all their spells are so cool. Um, also, there's a spell in Xenothar's Guide, which you turn an animate object into an animate object with Beauty and the Beast. Like, you can turn, like, a mug into a little walking mug. And, like, you can turn, like, plates into, like, walking plates. And that just sounds so fun. <laughs> just get a whole Beauty and the Beast entourage. Okay. Is Awaken only a druid spell? I'm pretty sure. Anywho, hey guys, let's talk about the playstyle. Who would enjoy playing a wizard? Would you enjoy playing a wizard? Listen to find out. Gabe, who do you think... What playstyle fits the wizard, and who do you think uh, should play a wizard? Alright. Perhaps you've been playing a martial class for a while. Yeah. You're thinking, okay, I want to play a spellcaster. I want to, like, use a lot of spells. Magic seems really cool to me. Um, I don't really know, like, what exact flavor I'm going for. I don't have a specific, like, course in mind. But I really want to be a spellcaster. Something I really want, really want to try out. That's my character. Go with the wizard. Yeah. Wizards are spellcasters, which their flavor can be adapted to whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You know? You can change how they learn things. You can change how they started learning, their history, their past, what got them into magic. There's so many things you can change about it just because its given description is so general. Yeah. Uh, one thing, though, is that 
it also depends on the source of magic. So whatever you want your character's like source of magic to come, come from, that basically determines your class. If yeah. you want to get your, your magic from following a god, you're a cleric. From from nature and, and that wild kind of magic, mm-hmm. you're a druid. From just yourself, from you maybe you were born with it, or maybe some kind of event happened in, in your past that gave you magical abilities and powers, sorcerer. If you want to be someone who has studied magic as in like like an art as an as a as a school, you know, mm. as an education form. School. Form of education. You should be like schools of magic. Oh my gosh. Uh then you choose a wizard. Yeah. But yeah, like general spellcaster, if you just want to be a spellcaster, choose yeah. a wizard. That's literally the entire idea of a sp- of the wizard. Yeah. Yep. If you don't know exactly what you want to play, but you don't want to play, you know you want to play a spellcaster, just go with the wizard. Try it out. Yeah. Yeah, wizards are really cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Good um, magic, being really weak at lower levels, and then being really good later. Yeah, the there there's a level of satisfaction you get from being a spellcaster that just doesn't come from any other like martial classes or anything. Mm. Just like and as a wizard in particular, using your spells like those big crazy damaging spells for mm. sure. Like yeah. that feels good. Like I mean, you played a sorcerer, which is not a wizard, but you know, in the same sense, like when you got off those big crazy spells that you've been like saving, doesn't that feel good? Yeah. Unless they have legendary resistance. Um <laughs> that, that feels really satisfying, right? Yeah. But also with the wizard you have, once again, as we've mentioned a lot, all these utility spells at your disposal. And using those, like, yours will be so helpful to your party. Yeah. The fact that you can just give everyone the ability to breathe water. A couple people the ability to fly. Make one of, make the barbarian hasted and, like, get an extra attack. Like, slow down all your opponents. You know, give them all, uh, uh, what's, what's that spell called? Outline them all in colorful flames Very and all fire. their attacks against them, like all your friends' attacks against, mm. against them have advantage. The amount of things that you can do with magic is just limitless, really. Um, and as a wizard, you get access to all these things. All these crazy, like, um, you know, spells that you have access to. Damaging spells, utility spells, whatever it is. And you can use find uses for these in any circumstance. And you will be such a, um, a boon. You'll be, you'll be such an asset to your party because of that. And there's something so satisfying about that. Yeah, I think wizards are a good class. Not too overpowered, not too underpowered. You just have to be careful with your hit points. Yeah. You can make them what you, what, what you want them to be. They have so much utility, so much power with their magic that it can be a lot of fun to play around with and be creative with. If you're thinking of playing a spellcaster... I'd say give it a go. Yeah, I, I think if you're someone who loves to think, mm. if when you're playing D&D, you're always thinking. Check thinking. <laughs> but like, you know, if, if you're like someone who loves thinking of the tactical parts of battle, if you're someone who's constantly thinking of ways to, um, you know, clever ways to outwit your opponent, outwit this role play situation, um, finding solutions to efficiently evade this problem, you love the aspect of D&D that, confronts you with problems and challenges that you love overcoming and really thinking, you know, really love thinking, I think Wizards is the best class for you um, because you're going to have all these tools at your disposal. And these tools, you're constantly changing every long rest to adapt to, to, the, to the situation you're getting into the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, you have all these tools at your disposal to, to mess with uh, things and, and overcome situations in different ways and find creative solutions. Um, and even the challenge of staying alive, you know, you're squishy. Mm-hmm. 
So using your spells and all those kinds of things to stay alive, you know, um, make sure you don't die. That's also a challenge. Yeah. You know, however, some people um, who play D&D just love the being with a friend, love just grind, love the combat, just like love killing stuff. And so they're fine playing barbarians or fighters who are a little more mindless. You don't have to think too much in combat. You know what I mean? Doesn't make them any worse than wizards or make those players any less um, than than the players who love thinking and problem solving. That's just a player type, you know. And if you're someone who loves thinkings and challenges and stuff, then I think a wizard is a great class for you. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say on the wizard? That's what I think of the wizard. Wow, that was really insightful. That thing you said at the last, the last part there, mm-hmm. right after I was explaining like what playstyle fits. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I think it's a really big moment in like role playing history. Like I think it's a that's gonna go big down. Epiphany. That's a really big. That's that's a. What would you say? Knowledge bomb. What, what did you call it? Epiphany. No, no. You, you were saying things earlier in the episode. Truth about, bomb. Truth bomb. <laughs> that's really a truth bomb right there, guys. I hope you guys caught that. Listen to that one. Yeah. Big. <laughs> big bomb. No, no, okay, we're kidding. Um, hey, guys, thanks so much for listening. That was our last class spotlight. Yeah. So, if you are saddened that we got through all 12 of the classes, don't be. Because we're going through them again. Yeah. <laughs> actually. So, actually, our plan to replace class spotlight is my idea, because ideas of course it's my idea um wow i am someone who likes changing things to fit my own satisfaction in DD. yeah i love homebrewing things because i don't like the way that this works or that works coming with rules subclasses so i can play what i want to play yeah so what we're going to be doing is going through all 12 of the base classes just like we ju- just like we just did mm-hmm. um over the past like 50 something episodes right this is episode 52 the Barbarian Class Spotlight was episode 8. We've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that all over again. Every, this time, yeah. we are changing, redesigning, refurbishing the classes to fit what we think works best, is balanced, and is interesting. Yeah. We're literally recreating the classes. We might as well just call it 5.5. Like... <laughs> Yeah, no, we're literally going to be recreating every class. Not necessarily not, down not to every detail, yeah. but um, uh, we're gonna still we're gonna see how it works. We're gonna yeah. kind of the first few ones may be a little clunky as we figure out how we're gonna do this. Yeah, um, the format yeah, is or whatever. What but... the format is, because we only have an hour for our podcast. Creating a class from scratch takes more than an hour. So we're gonna do some pre-work. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do some like jot down some of our ideas and stuff of things we would change or things we're gonna uh, add and create to this new class but then for the most part in the podcast we're going to be live mm-hmm. coming up with the class yeah we're gonna be doing it live doing it live <laughs> um so okay in the amount of changes that we make uh it's not gonna be universal to you know across all the classes like some we're gonna change more like we're probably gonna change more about the warlock than we are gonna change about the wizard you know yeah probably but we've got some interesting ideas that i'd love to see how we can get this all sorted out 
and I think it might be interesting for you guys to hear what we think the classes yeah. should be. Should be, yeah. Um, here's the thing. You know, 5th edition came out, like, what, five, six years ago, and um, it's had its, you know, it's had such, such a great run, not that it's ending or anything. It's even blowing up, just continually blowing up, which is great. But um, we've had years and years to look at these classes, see how they work, see, see them in action. And now I think it's time to rebuild, to take the knowledge we know. Guys, we're not just editing classes. We're rebuilding the classes. Yeah. We're like straight rebuilding classes. We might change how magic works for some classes. Like, we're totally changing abilities. Definitely changing the warlock. Cause to completely revamping the warlock. That's going to be a <laughs> 10 hour episode. Um, but that's what we're going to be doing to replace. And then uh, replacing the bard with the mystic. Because. No. 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 The bard is like Shadow's the least favorite class. No, it's my. No, don't do this. It's my so favorite. I love it. We want to replace with something better. No. Um, we are actually, um, the last episode is going to be the Mystic episode, where we just, um, print out the PDF, and then burn it. Mm. I mean, big fire. <laughs> I think it's like a novel. Yeah, it's going to take a long time to burn. Um, okay, so that's what we're going to be doing to replace Cross Spotlights. I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. We've had this idea for, like, the past couple weeks, maybe even a couple months, and... Time. Who, so who we've just we've just been wanting to get to this, but, like, we have to finish the Cross Spotlights <laughs> first, of course. But we're done now. We're yes. going to be doing this... Okay, next week's episode uh, is going to be the part one of our review of Mythic Odyssey of Theros. Theros, which is the new setting and D&D source book. I really love it. You will see a bit why in our part one. Yeah, so we're going to have part one then part two mm -hmm. over the next two weeks. Um, but that's, uh, that's, what's, that's what's coming yeah. up. Yeah, um, make sure you get into our Discord. You can message us on Instagram again. Please come. It's actually fun. People are talking. We're discussing homebrew a lot. Yeah. Every week, I bring up a piece of homebrew, give my thoughts on it, redesign it to fit how I think it should work, and share it with you guys. It's pretty fun.